Welcome to the Transform Your Wealth and Health Podcast, where experts in wealth, health, and fitness help transform your life. Here's your host, Andy Arder. She's young, fit, and beautiful, but even more impressive, she's got an income of over £100,000 a year and a social media following of over 170,000. Today's guest is fitness expert, Lauren Tickner. Lauren, how are we doing? Hey, I'm so good and I'm so excited to be on today because I feel like this podcast is meant for me because I'm all about building up your online business and also staying fit and healthy all at the same time, both physically and mentally. So yeah, I'm excited to have a chat. I think it's a really cool concept. Oh, thank you for coming on the show, Lauren. Lauren, you're one step ahead of me because you're a little bit fitter than I am. Now, I'm at the other <laughs> end of it all. I'm interested in fitness because I need to get fitter, you see. So I need some tips from you and, and some help as well. So, Of course. Right, fine. Thank you for doing that. Is this free stuff, by the way? We're going to get yeah, some free yeah. tips. Oh, lovely. Look, lovely. you're giving me all this free exposure. It's the least. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Then. So, Lauren, give us a little bit of background. So before you got so successful on social media, and got into the fitness what was your background family wise like and how did you get into it yeah so it's funny that you asked that because i guess the fitness and the social media all kind of started in one go and i truly believe if i was never overweight as a kid i would Mm -hmm. never be doing what i am today so that pretty much summarizes it when i was younger and i was in school i went i live in surrey which is in england and i basically went to a school where i mean the boys were the mean to the girls and i guess it's pretty much the same in all the schools i guess you know probably go the other way as well but anyway so I was a little bit overweight I was I wasn't massive or anything but I was unhealthy and I wasn't I hated sport and I just hated doing it in my school it was a very sporty school so they forced us to do it which is brilliant I think but um, at the time I really didn't enjoy it so I basically yeah just love chocolate so much um ended up eating a little bit too much yeah, well, exactly. I still do today, but obviously mm-hmm. now I'm a little bit better at moderation. Calm down <laughs> okay. Just a little bit, just a little bit. And um, I would just eat kind of the same foods every day, like pasta, garlic bread, and pizza and all this stuff. And my mom was great. She would offer to cook me all these amazing foods, but I would say, nope, I just want to have my own thing and the same thing that I always had. So ended up getting a bit overweight. I got bullied for my weight at school when I was around the age of 14. The boys would call me Mackie D's because I had a shiny forehead because, um, you know, when you're going through puberty and you're, go- you're a bit oily, like I didn't have spots or anything. I was just shiny. Um, right. It's just how my skin naturally is. And so, um, yeah, basically I got to the age of 16 and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting way too heavy. I would weigh myself on the scales and I was weigh- coming up to like, I think I was almost like, Oh, 11 stone which for a girl who's like five foot four is pretty heavy um yeah. especially because the worst part about it was that i was actually unhealthy and i was young like i was so young so um basically lost weight again in a really unhealthy way i wanted to do it rapidly fell to all these fads and trends and i thought carbs were bad and i thought you couldn't eat after six and i started documenting my i said i guess recovery from that on social media um because i didn't want other people to fall into the same trap of losing weight in such an unhealthy way so i made a private instagram account which back in the day was called fitness life lauren and um it was me sharing just my journey my recipes some of my workouts they didn't have video on instagram back then so i was basically just showing photos and i never put my face in any of them because i didn't want anyone to find me so then eventually yeah eventually i got around four thousand followers and um at this point i think i did start sharing a few photos where my face was in it a bit but not like 
fully it was really far away and realistically it would have been very unlikely that anyone would be able to tell that it was me but I think the reason why what happened was people then found the account and started literally mocking me and I think the reason why they knew that it was me is because they recognized the gym and all that stuff that was in the photos so um yeah the boys in my year again <laughs> then posted a photo to their Instagram which was essentially them with their tops off being like oh thanks Lauren Fitness because I changed my username by this time to right. Lauren Fitness it was like, thanks, Lauren Fitness, for my 90-day meal plan, blah, 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 all this stuff. Um, but I didn't let it stop me. I did not let their criticism stop me from doing it, even though I was so close to stopping. But I just knew I had a message to share with the world, and I thought that it was cool, the community that I was building on social media, and I was able to meet other people, and I was starting to get invited to events by brands, just local uh, things in London, mm-hmm. who would invite bloggers and stuff. And yeah, they were recognizing me and realizing that, by this point, I maybe had, like I said, 4,000, 5,000 followers. But that, back then, that was a lot. Um, so, yeah, I kept at it. And that was a really, really long way of me explaining a little bit about how I got into what I do. Yeah. So, so these boys kind of did you a huge favor in a way, didn't they? Yeah, right? massively. Exactly. And I think that's a huge thing because so many people, when they get criticized by other people or when other people around them don't get what they're doing, yeah. they stop and they don't continue at it. But I just want to flip that on its head and I want to use it as fuel to make me want to work even harder just to prove them wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you. So what's your main priority in life nowadays, would you say? Oh, that's a big question. Priority in life. So (laughs) I think for me, I mean, to answer it simply and to just say what I'm actually working on right now is I help other people build their personal brand online. Mm -hmm. So that's my main focus. But my main priority in life is like fulfillment. I think feeling fulfilled and Everything that you do is absolutely fundamental in order to be happy and in order to keep growing because I feel like sometimes I will, like for example, um, I made a YouTube video where it was kind of, I think you might have seen this, where I posted being like, I earned 20K while I was on holiday. And like, it's really easy for someone who's 21 to get complacent or something like that because that's for my age, like a huge amount of money. Um, And so it's very easy for me to be like, okay, so I've done that, uh, what next? what next like and so for me it's like I need to make sure that I feel fulfilled in the moment because I'm always looking for what to do next because it's so easy to never really I suppose rinse something fully before Mm -hmm. jumping onto the next thing and that's something that I'm really trying to work on at the moment to actually continue to feel fulfilled with everything that I'm doing and actually focusing a bit more on my personal life and my health mentally and in particular um while I go on this journey of building an online business. Yeah. So happiness is something that doesn't always get mentioned when people talk of success. And I think it's probably number one. Most people, even you know, if you've got loads of money or lots of social media following, etc., you've got to be yeah. happy, haven't you? Otherwise, there's no point in doing it all. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to be the richest man in the grave. And I think that that's something that is real. I always thought that I was motivated by money like I really did. So I basically, when I was in school, I always had a vision of becoming the CEO of a FTSE 100 company. Like, I'm sure as hell I could have made it happen. Yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah, you're only 21, you know, so. No, no, I don't want it now. I really don't. But it was my absolute goal in life. And then I ended up going to work at an asset management firm, which was in a FTSE 250, um, Jupiter Asset Management. Mm -hmm. And I was so unhappy. And I realized at that time that for me, it is so much more important to actually chase fulfillment. For me, it really is about fulfillment. And I think 
from fulfillment comes happiness. Uh, so I guess for me, yeah, happiness is an interesting one. I think that short-term happiness can be achieved through materialistic things. Long-term happiness, I think, has to come from having a bigger reason why what, through doing what you're doing. I think you need yeah. to know why you're doing it mm -hmm. to then actually execute on it as well because, yeah, you could have a huge reason why, but if you're not executing, then that's not fulfilling either. <laughs> so no. I guess it's a balance of the two. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was very fortunate to, at the age of 18, realize that I did not want to go down that corporate ladder that I truly believed I wanted to have done. Um, and I guess it was through schooling and my schools that I've always went, went to, they were very, very pushy on going to university, climbing the corporate ladder and all that. Um, so I guess what I'm doing now is very different, but it's very fulfilling to me and that's what matters. Funnily enough, I heard you say something on another podcast a while back and it was the polar opposite of myself. I know I'm going back a, a long while ago when I was at school compared to yourself, but I think you said there was only two people in your year that didn't go to university. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, we had one person only go to university out of a whole year. Of, was it, uh, it was uh, I think it was around about 180 children and nine, yeah. nine classes, something along those wow. lines. Yeah, so, yeah. My school was a, um, it was a private school, so it's very pushy here. But right. nevertheless, even the schools around me and a lot of people that I know, even if it's not a private school, and if, if it was just a college or whatever, they're still going to university. It's massive now. So I mm, went, yeah. I went, I actually did the number one course in the UK for business. Mm -hmm. um, but I dropped out. Yeah, I dropped out because I'm already doing business. So for me, I don't actually need that. I think for what I'm doing as an entrepreneur, just getting my hands dirty is going to be the most important thing and investing the money that I'm saving from being at uni into mentors and masterminds and traveling to go to events. That's what I'm using that money for. And I'm essentially, yeah, just paying for it right now rather than having debt. <laughs> wow. So that, that's a totally different way. I'm going to ask you how you turned your fitness into your career. How did you start doing that? Yeah, so it's crazy that this happened. I still can't believe it now. It's, uh, it's, I'm so fortunate, but I truly believe you, you make your own luck. So I was obviously doing all of this fitness stuff and, um, yeah, I started getting invited to events by brands. And that was when I realized like, okay, these brands are noticing me. This is really interesting. And then they would start sending me freebies. And I was like, okay, this is awesome. I'm getting free stuff left, right, and center. I don't have to pay for gym clothes anymore. I don't have to pay for all these like really expensive protein bars that I want. I'm getting it for free. Like, how cool is that? And then as time went on, I was like, I can make money from this. Yeah. So I started saying like, look, yeah, you can send it to me for free, but if I if you want me to post about it, like here are my rates. And then I started getting money to post about it, and I was like, whoa, this is awesome. <laughs> so I was getting like twenty pound to make a post, but you know, I was like, what, seventeen? That was awesome. Yeah. So um, my friends were like working in pubs and stuff, and I just got fired from my pub job because apparently I wasn't passionate enough when I was waiting the tables. So uh, for me, it was great because it meant I could just earn a bit of cash without without having to go to work, like literally just through making Instagram posts. So, um, yeah, I basically then started doing fitness coaching. Like I got my PT qualifications, personal training qualifications. Yeah. Um, and I started doing online fitness coaching and this was when my mind was blown. People were paying me like 200 pound a month for me to do their fitness programming. And it was insane. And I was getting amazing results for people. And I realized very quickly, okay, I want to try and make my income as passive as possible because 
yeah, I, I don't really, I don't have a massive passion for coaching people one-to-one because I feel like it's just, I want to be able to help more people. So that was when I was like, okay, well, I can start selling eBooks because I had seen people who were selling eBooks, these massive kind of, it was more of a company type thing that used to do eBooks, whereas now it's very, quite an individual thing. So, um, yeah, I ended up making some eBooks. I ended up selling them. I've sold a couple thousand and they're around 40 pounds each. That's the average price. Mm -hmm. So I've made a good amount of money from that. And that was all within kind of, I'd say about a year. Um, and then now what I do is my main focus is I actually help personal trainers build their business online. So yeah. that that's a course that I sell, an online course. So it's like a more of a high ticket thing. But then my the so that's like one element to it because that's obviously teaching them business skills for, yeah. for an online business and also how to build their personal brand in the fitness industry. But then the other thing that I do now is um, selling a high ticket. It's a 52 week, so a year long mastermind wow. program, which mm -hmm. is, yeah, it teaches you exactly from the very beginning how to build and monetize a personal brand, taking them step by step along is the way. Social media? Is that the, basic, the basics of what you're trying to teach them? In other words, how to do it on social media nowadays, or how how is how is the yeah? So we, I'll talk about social media for sure. Like that's a huge part of it, but it's not only yeah. that. It's about even finding your niche. You know, right. a lot of people don't even know what their niche is. Then, as well as that, we'll teach them how to build their message and their storytelling and all these fundamental things that no one else really teaches. Mm. Um, and then obviously networking with people, yeah, growing their social media following and actually doing it confidently, and also staying healthy mentally all at the same time. You know, dealing with criticism online, also things like how to get featured on podcasts, how to get featured in the press um oh gosh how to build like an online course or a membership site and how to monetize in other ways and so much so many different components because obviously 52 weeks is a long time yeah so yeah it's interesting i i suppose i first started through monetizing uh in the fitness industry now i still am through the course that where I am helping personal trainers and fitness coaches build their online business and scale their online business. But that's where I'm still touching the fitness industry. But overall, it's kind of helping people build their personal brand. Like that's my main focus right now because I guess it, I, I'm super passionate about fitness and I will go to the gym most days per week. But um, I just felt like, I don't know, I just really enjoy online business and I, I just love it. I, I'm so so obsessed with it seriously mm -hmm. i'm reading about it all the time listening to podcasts on it the whole entire time and i used to do this with fitness so i think it's interesting how at different stages of our life we get interested in different things yeah. um but for me i think that this is kind of a much more of a long-term thing and i feel like fitness is a part of my life not my whole life if that makes sense mm -hmm. um, so yeah it's it's interesting so how would you suggest just a couple of tips without giving any of your secrets away that people oh, I'm happy to give secrets I'll give some secrets then Lauren come on yeah. we need all the, all the best stuff so there's no holding but, back here okay now we haven't now the thing is that like, we haven't got the 52 week course here have we so um no true I mean in in brief so a couple of tips how we might be able to grow our social media presence if we wanted to yeah, exactly. So this already cuts it down loads because like I said, I mean, I kind of help people with way more than just the social media presence bit. But I do think even we even before we start thinking about growing our following, you need to be crystal clear on your niche. I will see so often people will uh, they'll have a social media for like trying to build their following and stuff, but they don't know what they're really talking about. One day they're talking about mindset. One day they're talking about bicep curls. One day they're talking about like 
property investing. One day they're talking about politics. One day they're talking about how to cut your hair really nice. Like it's confusing. So you need to, you really need to have a niche and get, go all in on that. Now this is so important when you're first starting. So you may be thinking, Lauren, how can you be saying this when you help both personal trainers build their online business and you also help people build their personal brand? Like that's not, that's not a niche. Um, the thing is, right, when you're first starting, you really need that niche. And then as your following begins to grow, like, because you have a more diverse audience, you're then able to talk about broader topics. So, for example, now I might just do a talk, uh, um, a, um, I might just do an Instagram caption where I'm talking about mindset and, and being happy, right? Like, that could be something. That's a very broad topic. That's not particularly neat. That's not particularly niche. However, I can get away with that because my audience is so diverse so anyone can interpret that in their own unique way but yeah. you're not ever going to get top of mind awareness which is what you really want to achieve if you're never specific and people know me for personal branding like I make it very clear through all my posts through my podcast through my Instagram stories through my YouTube videos like I even have it in my name on Instagram like my name field doesn't say like my username is Lauren Tickner but my name says personal branding and business so then then when someone thinks oh my gosh personal branding like they're gonna think Lauren Tickner and so that's my aim my aim is to become the go-to person when it comes to personal branding now yeah. Teaching people how to build an online fitness business is a kind of it's it comes off of that. It's like a little tangent. But um, the thing is, if I was first starting, like I would go all in on the personal branding, and then I would evolve on top of that, which is again what you can do. It's like when when a company first starts out, right? Like they start out with their one product. For example, Coca Cola started off with that. Like they started off with Coca Cola, and then they were like, okay, we need to do Diet Coke oh, now we need to do this weird, funky, vegan, green one. Like, you know? Yeah. So um, so basically, um, what I'm getting at is like, get crystal clear on your niche. You need to do that. And then every single day, here's the thing. And people are going to, this is going to go way over people's heads because like, mm -hmm. they won't listen. So listeners, listen to my words right now. Even write this down. <laughs> yes, write this down and like, take it all in, okay? Provide consistent value to your target audience. That's it. That is literally it. When I say consistent, I mean every single day you need to post content that is going to be valuable to the audience that you're trying to target. So the audience that you're trying to target is the people that are in your niche. So for me, it's people that are trying to build and monetize their personal brand. So that means I need to post to Instagram, I need to post to YouTube or whatever, any platform I need to post once per day. Not on every platform do I need to post, like I need to at least post a piece of content once per day you know so it could be a podcast on monday an instagram post on tuesday instagram post on wednesday like um that's going to help my target audience to build and monetize their personal brand um and so yeah i think that that's the most important thing honestly like there's no if there's no point trying to focus on how to put on a roof before you even have the foundations right you know yeah. so um that's something that a lot of people focus on they're like what are all these growth hacks oh yeah all this fun stuff but you can't focus on all the growth hacks if you haven't even got the foundation to build upon so that is absolutely fundamental and absolutely key for anyone who's trying to build their social media presence and also don't get caught up in the numbers because again if you're trying to target a niche audience like there's that that blog post by kevin kelly which is called 1000 true fans honestly yes. i just recommend you read that um maybe you could leave it linked in the show notes or something it is so good and that will really help you so yeah that's that yeah, it's funny you should say that because um, I had a guy contact me a little while back and uh, this guy's um, he's very, very wealthy 
and he's got I think he owns six property companies and I was writing some property blogs wow. and bits and pieces and I, I stopped yeah. doing it for, for a while and he contacted me and said well why have you stopped doing the, the blog and I thought hang on a minute this guy's sort of forgotten more about property than I know and yet he's contacting me and he's <laughs> watching what I've been doing mm, yeah crazy just one person out there I um, mean that guy could uh, could make your life you know he could actually um, pave your way to all sorts of uh, riches but you know you oh my gosh yeah it's so true like I was thinking about it earlier sorry yeah go for it no, um, I was going to say, if, if you think about a social media following, like just think these are all individual people. So mm. you may only have 100 followers or you may only have like 50 followers, but just imagine them all as individuals in a room. And I think especially when you're first starting out, it's something you need to really get these early followers on board. So DM them, actively comment back to them. Like this is something that I see when people start to gain a bit of a following, they start replying to everyone. I reply to every single comment still. And that's so important to me. I've got like, you know, over a hundred thousand followers and I can still make time for it. And I make time for it because I know that even just one person that I reply to that could make that day. And that's what I want to do. I want to help people and I want to help make them feel happy. And I am just as busy as anyone else. Like, trust me. Um, so it's just so important to, yeah, put the time in and just realize that it will pay off in the end. And Mm, yeah, just give them value. So you got two podcasts, Lauren. Yes. And, I know one of them because I'm listening to it and I love it, by the way. The, awesome. uh, yeah, the Business Meets Fitness podcast. But yes. I understand you've got a new podcast too. So could you tell us about both of the podcasts? Yeah, so the Business Meets Fitness podcast started off to do exactly that, merge business and fitness type content and all sorts of things, mindset related and all that. And I would get on guests and I'd interview them and they'd be people who were in the fitness industry typically. Yeah. And so um, more recently, though, I've started, I've brought on my boyfriend and what we do now is we basically will just give tips for people who are in the fitness industry. So maybe they've got a fitness business or something along those lines. And so all the interviews are still there and they're still awesome. So anyone can go back and listen to them. But now I'm actually focusing on the interviews for my new podcast, the Millennial Lab podcast. Mm-hmm. So that's essentially where I will bring on successful people. They don't have to be millennials because I think that even if they're not a millennial, like you can still give tips to younger people, you know, that you just like the advice that you'd give to millennials. Um, but yeah, I basically bring them on the show, break down their success stories so that we can get some actionable tips and strategies for, imp- for people to implement right away. Because I love listening to podcasts and I think the ones even where it's just a random conversation, like they're still super valuable. But for example, like what we've done today now, we've given actionable tips for people yeah. to take away. And that's what I'm all about about i don't know i'm one of these people where i like my time to be spent in the most efficient manner so if i'm able to listen to a podcast and i'm like this is the step one two three bish bash bosh repeat it myself and i'll get the results like that's what i want Mm -hmm. so um that's that's essentially what i'm aiming for right now and i'm aiming to yeah just get really cool guests on i think that's um i just love it because i i love podcasting like Right now, we're connecting. We never would have stumbled across each other if neither of us had a podcast otherwise. And it's just cool. You get to to talk to such a diverse range of people, and it's so fun. It's just, yeah, it's it's cool that I can call this work, you know? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not really work, is it, really, when you think about it? But uh, Yeah, but it's giving people value in a way where you're just having a conversation, and it's so powerful. It's so powerful. People are listening to this right now. They've literally put their phones in their pockets or in their bag or whatever, and yeah. they're just listening to us waffle on. And how cool is that? It's so funny. <laughs> Too true. So 
would you change anything from your journey? Because obviously, you, you know, you're doing well now, but there must have been points where you think, oh, I should never have done that, or that didn't work out. So what would you change? Hmm, this is a funny one for me because oh, it sounds so cliche and woo-woo, but I do think everything happens for a reason. I think mm. that things line up and they always work out in the end, even if something at the time feels rubbish. Oh, I don't know. I think I think maybe it's just like really just trying to actually take a bit more downtime and not work quite so much. But then if I started to do that, I think, okay, would I start, would I kind of not be as hardworking because I would just cut corners and like I'd take a evening off on a Friday and then I'd, I'd think oh it's okay to do the next the same thing on a Saturday and you lose that discipline you know yeah. um if you lose the momentum so I don't know I don't think anything honestly I think I think yeah everything happens for a reason everything yeah it's gonna be okay in the end I think that's it I think just yeah maybe taking a bit more downtime that's important for me as long I, you're I'm sort of heading in the right direction you're happy Exactly. I'm super happy and I love what I do. And maybe I think, I suppose if I was to do one thing differently, it would have made, never been afraid to post my true interest in business on social media because I mm. never did because I was known as the fitness girl. Like yes. I was so known for doing fitness. I've and I never spoke before. about my interest. Yeah, I never spoke about my interest in business. And I think it was because I was so young and I hadn't built a business already. So I thought, why will people listen to me? You know, so... um. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing because even when I was first starting, when I was like 60, even when I was so young, I've always been interested in business because my dad's been self-employed his mm -hmm. whole life pretty much since he was like 20 something. And so it's always been something that's interested me so much. So I wish I had never been afraid to show my true self. But at the same time, I think that the pivot has gone nicely and it's interesting because people have grown with me and I have a ton of followers who say, I started following you for your fitness content, but now I really want to start building my personal brand thanks to you and I never would have done it otherwise. And for me, that's amazing. That's so cool. And it's really inspiring. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So the, the, the thing is, Lauren, that um, you've obviously got goals for the future now. So things have moved on. So, so what are you going to do in the future? Yes, yeah, so at the moment I'm focusing on this launch. It's happening in, oh gosh, six days now for the Mastermind program, the personal branding one that I was talking about. Yeah. So um, 19th of July, yeah, but then then obviously um, I'm going to be rolling that out, probably launching it four times every year, so every quarter. So that's really the main focus right now. And then I'm going to build a membership site for Millennial Air. So that's going to be, there's going to be a topic about entrepreneur, like, there's oh, so many different topics that I don't, haven't finalized it all at the moment, but it's going to have elements of like entrepreneurship, also kind of finance, also um, health, mental, physical. Um, and yeah, what else? I mean, traveling, I'm going to be going to America for a couple months and just continuing on just to grow. I think just both in myself, in my business just connecting with other people, making sure that I'm actually having a bit more fun. And I really am focusing now on also improving my YouTube quality content because ah. uh, I'm really bad at neglecting it. You're not, so. you're not a YouTube biggie at the minute then? I have 30,000 subscribers um, wow. and my audience is pretty engaged on that. But cool. I've been focusing so much on my, of my efforts on the podcast that yeah. I've been letting my YouTube content slip. So I haven't been uploading as frequently. So I'm only uploading like twice a week at the moment. But I want to start do, doing three, four, five every week because that's the way for people to really, to really, really build your audience because people yeah. get so invested in you. Well, 30,000 seems quite reasonable to me, Lauren. If you've not worked at it, then that's great. But um, 
do you know how many downloads you've had on YouTube? So you can see on every, I don't overall I've had over 3 million. Wow. Um, yeah. So it's quite crazy actually when I think about it that way, but, um, mm. Yeah, it's interesting. YouTube is, I love YouTube. I really do. But podcasting is just, I just love it even more. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So giving a few tips out to some people who might be listening. So if they want to start a journey of change, whether it be business or fitness, what might you advise first thing? Yeah, it's just knowing crystal clear about what you want, because when you know what you want, then you can break down that outcome into process goals. So I'm a massive, massive believer in process goals. Mm -hmm. I think saying one day like, oh, I want to be the CEO of whatever company, like you need to actually have goals that you can, can do every single day in order to get there. So okay, could we complete this project, do this project, send this email, all these different small things to break down a big goal. And just, yeah, knowing what you want, because when you know what you want, then as I said, you can reverse engineer it. But also at the same time, just don't care what other people think about you because people are going to judge you. They're going to mock you. They're going to laugh at you. I've had this done to me so many times in the past, like I mentioned earlier. Mm, yeah. And if I let them stop me, then I would not be where I am today. So I think that is the most, the two most important things. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the things we talk about on the podcast and I have a little sections like the hearts and minds section and yeah. I ask the people that I'm interviewing if they've ever helped anybody that um, changed their life so have you ever done anything along those lines Lauren oh I mean I'm really yeah so think about <laughs> this so I guess for me like there's a lot of small things but I think from I uh, I think the biggest thing is like the person who's I suppose molded my life the most is my brother because he's mm -hmm. disabled. Um, so that's been a massive driving force for me my entire time and my entire life. And so he's epileptic, he has autism and various other disabilities. Like he's in a wheelchair, he can't walk or eat or anything. So he's got a tube and all this stuff. Um, and so at the moment, I guess why I do what I do and what drives me forward every day is because I really am um, my biggest goal in life, I suppose, is to actually start a charity for epilepsy. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess that like obviously change people's lives, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. So right now, like I just try to be really grateful for every everything everyone does for me, like small things. So for example, if they invite me on their podcast, I'll share it on my social media, like some small things like that. Um, but yeah, I guess like that's my biggest thing. And that's, I guess, what keeps me driving forward more so than anything. There are a lot of other reasons as well, of course, and like making a positive impact in the world and all this stuff. But yeah, for me, that's the big thing. And I just think gratitude is absolutely fundamental, really, really is for you to feel at ease with yourself as well. Because I think sometimes um, a lot of people suffer with imposter syndrome. I really don't. Yeah. And I think that's because I am just really grateful for all the things that have happened. So yeah. I'm kind of the opposite way. I kind of sort of do things and then, you know, you can create whatever you want to be. So if you want to be exactly. a certain thing, do it over and over. And if you're any good at it, then you'll be it. If you're not, you won't. And that's. Yes, cool. exactly. Right. So true. <laughs> yes. No, I yeah. love that. It's so, so, so powerful. Get on and do it. Basically. <laughs> Honestly, that's the story of my life. People are always like, how do I do this? And then I'm just like, have you taken any action? They're like, no. And I'm like, well, if you think about it, like you can't manifest it without taking action. <laughs> so yeah, so, so powerful. Well, th thanks for that insight. And thanks for telling us about your brother as well. Cause obviously a lot of people don't always like to talk about personal stuff and that's a real yeah. good driving thing for you, isn't it? If you can help yeah. people 
in life like that that would be brilliant so yes exactly no it's gonna happen so this one you might not know but i also ask whether there's any offers for the transform your wealth and health listeners so if you've got anything like your program for example coming up is there any discounts or any any uh, promotions on at the moment for that Okay, so we don't actually do any promotions, but I'm sure we can discuss this after I can speak to my business partner, try figure something out for your audience because uh, that'd be really cool. Yeah, if there's a lot of people listening who want to build their personal brand, um, maybe if they were to just drop me a message on Instagram at Lauren Tickness saying that they came from this podcast, we could definitely, definitely figure something out. So yeah. Thank you, Lauren. That'd be great. So yeah, just getting towards the end of the show, Lauren. I was going to ask you what's the best way to contact you. So obviously that's one way. What, what yeah. social media are you on? Everything. Yeah. So I'm pretty much, yeah, everywhere. So I'll be on Instagram at Lauren Tickner. My YouTube is just my name again, Lauren Tickner um, podcast. So we have the business meets fitness podcast and then the millennial air podcast. Um, I have Twitter as well. I don't really use that though. So just ignore that. It's funny how we've all got one that we're not really keen on, isn't it? You know, something, something just yeah. doesn't, doesn't hit you on that one thing and you think oh, what's yours instagram i really um, i'm on it but you know i really don't do it i should i suppose but you know yeah yeah i mean some of the others i'm not even on at all so i suppose i'm one up on that but uh, yeah <laughs> you know i i try to stick to facebook a little bit and i suppose it's my age you know it's an age thing isn't it i don't suppose any youngsters really would be seen dead on facebook particularly you know they're not they're not crazy about it at least you know I use it, but like only for Facebook groups. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Lauren, you've been a fantastic guest. Thanks for coming on the show. It's been yeah, great to have you. you on, and I wish you every success with all your future projects. No, thank you so much. We'll definitely stay in touch. And thank you, yeah, for having me on. Thanks for the listeners for listening. And yeah, it's been great. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Lauren. Awesome. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that episode. And until next time, start transforming your wealth and health now.